Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a Episode 599. Wow, I just heard myself echo. Oh, I still do. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> uh, for April 27th, 2020. On the show this week, I have Drew. Yes. I will have the Wombat shortly. I don't know where Anthony is. Me either. Sending a message and... I don't know. Maybe he's sleeping. He could be. Maybe he's at home washing his tights. Anyway. Video games. Yes. Let's talk about video games. I know you can finally talk about a video game. Yeah. I can finally talk about games tactics. Uh, It's coming out. But this week on uh, PC and Xbox One? No. No. Just PC. Is it coming to Xbox One? Eventually, but not this week. All right, gotcha. Uh, That's such a weird thing that this, like, it's not day and date with Xbox. That's weird. That that doesn't make any sense to me because I can legit use an Xbox One controller for this game. Yeah, and it's a Gears game, which are Xbox games. I know it's a different kind of game, but Gears was always an Xbox title, so to launch a new Gears game only on PC is weird. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was coming to Xbox. My my bad. Yeah, it is eventually, just not this week. Gotcha. So, yeah, Gears Tactics... It is, I mean, if anybody actually cares about the story of Gears of War, um, I know I did back in the day whenever I was a big Gears fan. Um, This takes place about 10 years? I can't remember. I think I saw in the trailer it's 12 years before Emergence Day. No, right. no, no. Emergence Day has already happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, never mind, never mind. It, 12 years before Gears of War 1, yeah. There you go. I think Gears of War 1 took place 20 years after Emergence Day. So this is only like so 8 years after. Yeah. Uh, and um, you play as a squad of Gears, uh, COG soldiers, um, and you're trying to fight another big bad guy. Um, story aside, who cares? It's that that's. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who care, but I personally don't. 
Well, the um, main character is the um, Kate's dad. Diaz. Yep, it's Kate from Gears Four and Five. I've never played Gears Four and Five, so I did not know that. Well, she's the main character of Five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the main guy is Diaz, and uh, he teams up with kind of like a grizzled old veteran from the Pendulum Wars named Sid, and uh, they go around recruiting a bunch of uh, just kind of like stranded people to join their squad to take on this big bad guy, and that's kind of where this the the gameplay comes in. So this game is essentially XCOM, the modern XCOMs, uh, in set in the Gears Gears of War universe. Uh, but there are two kind of very big differences uh, when it comes. So I was a pretty big XCOM fan, um, and with Gears Tactics they gave the player a lot more freedom to do what they want. So you're no longer moving around on a grid. So in XCOM, everything was still a grid, even though, you know, you were moving block to block kind of thing. In Gears, there's no grid. It's just like, it, it reminds me a lot of, if you guys ever played Infinity Original Sin, Original Sin 2 especially, it's kind of like that. So you can choose wherever you want to go. You can kind of map out the directions they want to, you want your teammates to go. And then obviously get into cover because cover is a very big, important part of these type of games. But it all works with action points. Every person during their turn has three action points. So the big difference between XCOM and Gears Tactics was in XCOM, after you shot at something, whether it be a hit or a miss, that was the end of their turn. Like, they couldn't take any more shots, unless there was certain characters who had special abilities that allowed them to take an extra shot. In Gears Tactics, you can have you have three action points to do whatever you want with them. So if, if I'm in a pretty good position, and I see a guy, and I take a shot at him, I still got two more action points to take more shots at him. So it gives you the options to just basically attack constantly until it's until they're dead. And that's that's a nice thing because you know you got guys who can take multiple shots. Um they combat this uh with this extra freedom and this extra power by basically just throwing everything in the kitchen sink at you. So with XCOM, it was always you were always nervous because if you missed a shot, you were screwed, and enemies could hurt. You know, it, like enemies could overrun you by tactical ways. In Gears, you're a badass, but they can still overrun you just by the sheer number of enemies they throw. And uh, but it feels it feels more organic, more frantic almost. Uh, which, you know, Gears of War kind of always has been kind of frantic. Um, but it feels great. I absolutely, I, I, I will go ahead and say it. I prefer this over XCOM. Hmm. They have made, they've got a hit on their hands. I really think they do. Um, 
there's side missions that you can do, uh, and you have to, like eventually you get to a point where you have to do side missions in order to unlock the next story mission. Uh, and these side missions give you uh, like more loot crates that you can get extra items and equipment for, uh, and everything you get like improves your your squad basically. Um, and it's almost like uh, it's played out almost like a road trip. So, like, your base of operations is kind of like a convoy, and you're just like, okay, we, we do a mission, we come back to the convoy, you know, do you want to recruit some people, do you want to upgrade people, uh, each character levels up, they can then get skill points if they put in a different abilities, um, frag grenades, so most things are handled on a cooldown, you can switch weapons whenever you want to, it doesn't take an action point to do, uh, grenades are devastating in this game it is so nice but they have a long cooldown once you use a grenade you have to wait depending on the character you usually have to wait about eight turns before you can do it again and they still have like the the gears of war staples like the emergence holes you got to plug those things with a grenade otherwise guys are just going to keep coming out of them so uh there's a lot of uh they, they 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 throw a lot of emergency situations at you and the different types of enemies. So you've got like the, the Nashers, which use the shotguns. They rush your characters each turn. They don't really care about cover. They're just trying to get to you and shoot you with a shotgun. If you shoot them once, they go into a berserk mode, which means they take less damage every time. And then they got the wretches, which are like the little things that, that bum rush you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. they get, they get an opportunity of attack. So if you let one of them get on top of you, if you try to move away from it, or if you try to hit it, you have to kill them. You have they you you get basically they get a free hit on you. So uh, they still got the Overwatch thing from from XCOM, where you basically you can set up like your four squadron guys and just say, okay, I want you to watch in this area. You can set up a cone field of view and say, watch this area. If anything moves in this area, you shoot it. And that's how you kind of stop the wretches. You see the wretches coming, you set up an overwatch with two or three of your guys, and when they run into that cone, just unload on them. So it's uh, it's it's very tactical, um, but it's also very frantic. Uh, on top of that, what XCOM doesn't really have, Gears Tactics has boss fights. And how does a boss fight work in tactics combat? They actually get around it pretty well because there's there's ways where obviously you have to get to a certain area. You can't hit them from this angle. You have to go from another angle. They they, they keep everything. It seems like they add something, and uh, they keep. They, it's really nice. Like I I'm enjoying it. Now here's the kicker. Um, please tell me well, I'm not the only one he just disappeared for. No, it's, it's yeah. Here's the kicker. That was perfect comedic timing. Man, I love it. Sorry, somebody was calling <laughs> me on my cell phone while I was talking on my cell phone. It was, it was perfect. You were like, "Here's it, the kicker." It was literally perfect timing. <laughs> there, there is no kicker. No, the kicker. So I can't. It's an intergalactic kegger, is what it is. I can't remember what the kegger is. Um. <laughs> 
I'm sure they'll probably call back. It's my mom trying to call me. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure she's going to tell me how great church was. But, uh, I, um, God, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about gears, tactics, boss fights, strategy involved. You can only attack from a certain angle. Then there was a kicker. kicker. God, I, I'm gone. I don't, I don't know. We'll never know what the kicker was. People are going to be on the edge of their seat right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll go down in the history of our show as the greatest mystery of all time. What was Drew's kicker? <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> on yeah, next she called week, back. I'll tell you what, let's go, will let's, we let's, find um, out the kicker? Let's uh mm-hmm. let's get back to me. I gotta get off this call and call my mom because she's just gonna constantly call me thinking I'm dead. Okay. Well, don't die. All right. Don't All die. Right. I'll be back. Bye. Welcome, Wombat. It's nice of you to join us today. Hello, how are you? I'm doing alright. I was starting to wonder nobody was gonna show for the show. Are we just trying to do as many different voices as we can right now? I mean maybe. <laughs> Well, let me talk about what I played this week. I think you should do that, baby, because that would be wonderful. You see, what I played was the same game that Terry Funk and Harley Race. Anyway. Okay. I can't keep that up. No, no way. No way. Um, So I played um, a lot. Of Animal Crossing, um, probably your, too much Animal Crossing. How's your turnips? Uh, you know what? I made a not as much profit last week on turnips as I would have liked, but a profit nonetheless, which is really all I can ask for. Is turnips uh, like the big thing? Like my Twitter feed is constantly like, "How much are your turnips?" Yeah, so turnips for anybody who hasn't played the game. Um, turnips work, um, there, it's an investment opportunity basically. So what you do every Sunday morning until noon, um, there's a, a person on your Island that's selling turnips and you'll start out with like a base price for the turnips. So for example, last week, uh, my turnips were 93 bells per turnip. Um, and so I invested 120,000 bells into buying as many turnips as I could. So then what happens is every day other than Sunday, once before noon and once afternoon, the price of turnips for your island gets set by the shop. And so it's like a game of trying to um, get the best price. But there's risk associated with it because, like, if you wait too long, um, the price might bottom out. So, like, last week I had the opportunity to buy or to sell at 130, and I thought, nah, I'm going to wait and see if I get a better price than that. And then the best price I got the rest of the week was 101. Um, so I had to sell at 101, and I didn't make as much money as I could have. So it's basically um, fucking vegetable I, stock market. Yes, that's exactly yes. what. It's called the stalk market. The stalk oh market. my god! Yes, the Sal Sal Jones Sal Jeans stalk market. 
Um, but yeah, so that's why you've got bells all over or uh, turnips all over your feed this morning because the today was was turnip sell day. I see people like waiting to get into people's islands to buy turnips or sell turnips, and all I picture is like a cartoon character, like buy, buy, sell, sell, buy. Yeah, people be assholes too. Like, um, I see people on Twitter all the time, like my, um, you know, Twitter or uh, turnips are selling for five hundred and forty bells on my island. Um, I'll give you the code to come visit me and sell your turnips, but only if you leave behind the following 99,000 bells, this specific painting, uh, these specific pieces of furniture. It's like, dude, don't be an asshole. Just that's why I, I kind of already decided that I was only gonna, uh, rely on either my own island for turnips or, like actual friends, not just random people on Twitter. Because even though I know I could probably make more money if I went that route, it kind of feels cheap to me. Just like the time travel stuff, like I, I, I cannot fathom for the life of me why someone would buy a game like Animal Crossing and then spend all their time min-maxing in it um, and like cheating to make more bells. It's like that completely blows the entire purpose of the game. Um, so, I, I will say this, Ryan. I would at least use a turnip calculator. Um, there's there's two or three of them that are really good. And it's basically just like, okay, I bought it at this much. It was this much at Monday morning. It was this much at Monday afternoon. And it will kind of give you a chart at least showing you the probability of it being high or low. <laughs> See, even that feels like... like um... I don't know. I, I feel like the, the the I play Animal Crossing as a nice, relaxing distraction. Um, and you know, I've got I'm not I'm not like doing any of that kind of stuff or or visiting other people's islands to take advantage of prices and stuff like that. And I, you know, I put the the second story on my house today, so I'm I'm making progress just by kind of playing in a somewhat relaxing way um i don't i i play animal crossing to get away from work and all that stuff just feels like too much work like i'm i'm confident i could i find the stock market fun i think it's fun too but i i find i'm i have more fun just being like um kind of play in that edge of oh man if i pass up this price am i going to regret it or if i if i sell at this price is it going to be 500 tomorrow and i'm going to want to hang myself like i uh i enjoy playing playing the edge of the stock market but i don't feel like i need to do the extra stuff like trying to go online and see who's got the best bells prices and that kind of stuff it just feels I'm, like I'm it beats the purpose a little bit Oh yeah, it I'm, beats not, doing, the I'm purpose. not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get I get what you're saying, Drew, but it's just like I don't know. I maybe it's just a, a factor of my job, but putting together a graph with probabilities on my off time is not my idea of a good time. It's um, just plug and play. You just put in the number. Yeah, but. Spend too much time doing shit like that at work. Uh, 
I don't know that I want to do that in Animal Crossing, but I'll see if I can find one and check it out. Y'all motherfuckers got Animal Crossing spreadsheets. That's right. Spreadsheets for days. For turnips and beets and cherries and tomatoes. There are no no beets. Come on, Ken. I don't play this fucking game, you nerds. Well, listen. Overwatch. (laughs) No, no. I play Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Um, so I, I have been, um, the other thing that, that, that's got me uh, a little bit tilted in Animal Crossing right now is, um, I spent the first, I don't know, 10 days that I was playing it, like replanting fruits, um, to make sure I had as many fruit trees as I possibly could on the island to harvest them for money. And then uh, a certain event happens and you get some extra stuff and that you get your, your island gets a star rating and you can check in every day to see what the star rating of your island is. And Isabel will give you pointers on how you can make your star rating better. And I got the, the residents have been complaining about an overabundance of trees on the island. Huh? And it's like, fuck. <laughs> so I've been going through and getting rid of like hardwood trees that don't produce any fruit, like the the ones that look like fruit trees but don't actually have any fruit, and um, getting rid of a lot of peach trees because peach was my starting fruit, and the starting fruits in this game sell for almost nothing uh, unless you craft them into something. Um, and I like I have gotten rid of probably. I don't know, 50 or 60 trees. And still it's like, yeah, you got too many trees on the Island. The people are thinking it's too rural and they're afraid they're going to get lost in the woods and miss their favorite TV program. And it's like, Oh, come on now. I'm going to end up getting rid of trees that I actually want to keep like foreign fruit trees that make me a ton of money. So I may have to sacrifice the star rating for a little while. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I love that game. It's been a lot of fun and I haven't, like, I know some people have been saying that, um, they feel like the game's kind of getting stale. I'm not really there yet. Um, but I haven't been playing it as long as some people have. So, uh, maybe I'll get there, but I am just glad that this current event that's going on is not as freaking intrusive as bunny day was. Um, so yeah, that's. That's my my Animal Crossing rundown. Um, and then the other game that I've been playing is I bought um, in the Capcom sale on the eShop. I bought uh, uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen for 15 bucks because oh. um, I had never actually played the Dark Arisen version. Oh, you um, will not touch that version until you're like level 60. No, 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 I know, but they, it's also like, it looks better. And, um, I actually booted up, um, Dragon's Dogma on the 360 this week just to compare. And it it definitely looks better even on the Switch. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's easy to forget how ridiculously good this game is. Um, and the fact that of all the shit that we've gotten sequels to, uh, in the last 10 years, we still haven't gotten a sequel to this game is really annoying. Um, especially now that Capcom has 
the Monster Hunter World engine that feels like it could be repurposed a bit for a Dragon's Dogma game. Oh God, yeah. Um, it I it just it it's frustrating to me that we haven't got a sequel to this yet. Um, oh man, the the combat is so good. It the best combat I think in a game like this. Um, it's very it's 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 got among um. RPGs, it has one of, I'm not going to say the, uh, but it, it, well, let me just say this. It has a really good sense of adventure. Like, when you set out to do whatever you're supposed to do, it genuinely feels like you would imagine a, um, a fantasy quest being like. You know, you've got a hub city that everybody stays in and, and stocks up in and you kind of venture out from there to, to take on this quest. But at nighttime, it's more dangerous. So you got to try to do it before night falls and the game. Yeah. I mean, it's been said a hundred times, but there has never been a game that does night as well as this game does. No, um, no seriously. It's got, that's one of the best moments I've ever had in video games was when I was playing dragon's dogma and I was taking on like one of the first, really long mission quests like main mission quests yep and uh it took two days to get there well i was traveling during the night and it's pitch black you can't see anything and uh you know you have your characters your party members they say stuff to you randomly and uh one of my i was running through the dark (laughs) and one of my characters is like i get the feeling there's things around us and so I had the, I was like the magic archer type. And so I had like a light arrow that I could shoot. And I shot the light arrow straight ahead. And it, we were surrounded by enemies. And then the light went out. I was like, oh God, we're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's the so kind of stuff. good. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that this game does a lot of. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I know that it got knocked a little bit for like voice acting and kind of the story overall. Um, but man, they, there has, um, there have been few games that I have ever played that capture sort of the spirit of adventure as well as this does. And I know that, um, we're getting a couple, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons games this year, uh, maybe next year for uh, Baldur's Gate three, probably next year for Baldur's Gate three. Um, but, um, Man, it makes me really want uh, a game like this with the the D and D license because I think they could do a lot of really cool stuff with it. Um, but uh, anyway, that's so that's what I've spent um, a decent chunk of my time playing um, is uh, is those two games. Spent a lot of Switch stuff uh, this week, so I'm oh, thinking about actually picking up um, one of the the uh, so Hori makes a. Um, a version of the joy cons that are bigger and that look more like actual controller handles. Um, and they look pretty comfortable. So I've been thinking about maybe picking up those, um, for as much as I've been playing my switch handheld. So, uh, that's it. All right, Drew, do you have anything you want to go back to? Uh, I mean, I, I still don't know what the kicker is, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, Gears Tactics, uh, oh, yeah, the kicker, um, I, th- I think I remember now, this, this game is a powerhouse, um, like, 
I had to put it on the lowest settings to get it to work. Um, and it looks like garbage when it's on the lowest settings. So uh, I'm running a GTX 1080, no 1060, uh, which is probably about four years old now. So if you do want to play this game on high settings, you're gonna need at least an updated graphics card. I'll be. I've I've got it installed. <clears throat> I'm gonna check it out on Tuesday since it's on Game Pass. I'm running a 2070, so we'll see. You should be fine. Like legit. When I try to, every time I boot up the game, a window pops up saying, "Hey, your graphics card really can't handle this. Are you sure you want to do this?" <laughs> and I say, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> your graphics card can't really. You can't hang here, Drew. Yeah. That, that kind of like, kills yeah, me because a 1060, like, like you said, it's four years old. I know that's ancient in PC terms, but it ain't that old. No, it's not. Um, and it was really good. I mean, it, it still plays. It plays Overwatch at ultra settings. 10, I mean, what doesn't? You know, my phone probably 60. plays Overwatch at ultra settings. Come on, man. I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in at times. Hey. And Overwatch is highly optimized. The only version of it that, that kind of sucks is that Switch version that runs at 30. Yeah. That can die in a fire. I would not play that game at 30 frames per second. No freaking way. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I did that. Uh, I am also reviewing another Game Pass game. Bring, bring us the moon? No, deliver us the moon. Deliver us the moon. Yeah. Uh, I know it's already out. Game Pass and go ahead and play it. We didn't know when we took this review that it was a Game Pass game. Yeah, we don't we don't always necessarily cover Game Pass games because you can just play them. Yeah, and there's other things to cover. And nobody even mentioned this was coming to Game Pass. It launched, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, it's on Game Pass." Yeah, but uh, it's okay. It's kind of like a. It reminds me of Interstellar, like the, the premise. Yeah, Earth's resources have pretty much been used up, and they found some type of isotope on the moon, and they've been they started a lunar colony, but uh, they lost communications with them for like a year or two years now, and so they send you to go investigate and that's basically what it is it's not a horror game it's more of just a it's like a puzzle adventure game I don't know how to describe this game I would just probably call it like an adventure game like there's no combat at least from what I can tell no I haven't ran any type of combat I don't think there's anything I doubt you'd be able to die in this game could be wrong. Yeah, like even when I was jumping off of high ledges, the game didn't seem to care. Yeah. What what kills me the most about it is like when you start the game, you have to like launch your ship to go back to the moon. There's fucking nobody at that space station. That's because they shut it down. I, I know, but like you, you literally start a rocket up and launch it by yourself, and then get on it. <laughs> Yeah, and then well, I thought it was cool that you actually had to, like, do the sequences. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of neat. I fucked up one once because I didn't realize where the button was, but... 
Yeah, I mean it's 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 free on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, at least give it a shot. Now I'm sure they're selling this. I don't know how much it is. If you don't have Game. Oh, I can look real quick. Where's it at? I would assume it, $19.99. Oh damn, it doesn't say unless because it's included with Game Pass. Hold on, let me click it. It's $24.99. Okay. I, I guess. I haven't put enough time into it yet. I haven't even actually made it to the moon yet. So I docked on the moon or the space station. You you docked on the space station, boss. We haven't made it to the moon. I just said that. I said I docked on the space station. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's it seems okay. I played it for maybe about forty five minutes and said, eh, I'll come back to this. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, other than that. Like Overwatch standard stuff, uh, Animal Crossing. That's about it. All right. Um, I didn't play a whole lot this week. I'm finding it hard to play games right now, and I don't know why. Um, I did go back to Overwatch after about two weeks. It's been like two weeks since I played. Uh, I bet you had fun. Actually, I still I still had it, so I was good. I don't play comp much anymore just because it's so it's so broken and frustrating right now. I'm just not having a good time, so I don't play a lot of it. Okay, comp in, on the PC is just so toxic. I don't even bother it's, with it anymore. Well, on Xbox, the biggest problem is Smurfs. Yeah, well, th- th- trust me, that's on PC too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it, you literally have one of two types of matches. You either roll or you just get rolled. Yeah. And it's just not fun. So I hop into Mr. Heroes or Quick Play or something. <clears throat> just because the people in there are just playing to have fun. That's kind of what I'm there for. Um, I checked out Gato Roboto on Game Pass. Seriously, if you've not played that game, you should play that game. It is a wonderful five to six hour Metroidvania. Um, no, I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm thinking I'll probably play through it again. I uh, installed Yakuza Kiwami because that's also out on Game Pass, but I have not played it yet. Um, I'm debating whether I want to finish Zero again before I start it. I don't really think I need to, but I've never played Kiwami, so I'm kind of excited for new Yakuza that I have not played yet. Uh, well, get, just brace yourself because Yakuza Kiwami is a lot different from the more modern Yakuza game. Oh, I'm sure, but Kiwami's rebuilding the engine, so it does feel better. It does feel better, but it is definitely... You can tell this was originally a PS2 game. Sure, sure. Um, what else did I play? I'm trying to think if there's anything besides, because I'm going to go into the, the big one here in a second. Um... Played through Double Dragon, because why not? Which one? Uh, the first one. Oh, nice. Yep. They put them out on Xbox for like five bucks a piece, so I picked up the first one, just because I have such fond memories of that game, so I just played through that. Which ones, so I gotta, this is a this is a good debate then. Which one's your favorite? I mean, it's it's going to be the first one, simply because that's the one that I was introduced with, it's the one I've played the most. It's the one I have the most reverence for. I just gotcha. I love Mine's Double Dragon. The first Double one. Dragon Two is my favorite. 
I might pick that up and, and play through that. Here's here's a funny one. So I also booted up some retro stuff. So I, you guys, I'm sure, saw the reviews for the TurboGrafx-16 Mini came out. Yeah. Um, and I immediately got excited. I'm like, well, I'm going to go order one because, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have a TurboGrafx-16. My mom and pop video store would rent one. And I rented it like once a month to play a few games. So I was really excited about the Mini because I never technically owned one. So I wanted to have, you know... Turbo Graphics laying around. But you can't buy that thing right now. So I talked to the PR guy and I was like, hey, you know, what's going on with these? I was like, I tried to buy one. I was like, do you have any more that you can send out for review? And he's like, look, because of everything that's happened, the manufacturing sucks. He's like, we don't have any more review units and we don't even know when we're going to get like the retail ones out for sale just because of what's going on in the world right now. So that kind of sucks. I feel like they kind of maybe should have held off on the reviews till people could actually buy these things because it totally made me want to go buy one and I can't. Yeah. But do you do you think this is going to affect the Series X and PS5? I think Series X is going to launch unless PS5 delays and even if it does, it probably will still launch because Microsoft I think Microsoft's ahead of the game. I think yeah. they've been building the shit for a while. So it's going to launch this year. It may not be like widely available, but I think that they're going to launch regardless. I think Microsoft is literally going to blow all out and undercut whatever Sony's price is and launch earlier if they can. They just want to win. So, um, but looking at the TurboGrafx stuff sent me down a rabbit hole of playing some old stuff. So, I booted up um, some Genesis games. I played a game called Skeleton Crew. If you've never played that, that game is very cool. It's like an isometric um, shooter game. That game was actually a lot cooler. I didn't even know it existed. I heard somebody talk about it this week. I booted it up. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I went down a really nasty rabbit hole and played some Jag Jaguar games. Why? Because I hadn't in a long time. <laughs> wow. I was just curious if they were still as bad as I remember? Yeah. They are definitely as bad as I remember. Except for maybe Tempest. Well, Alien vs. Predator is still okay. Yeah. But, Dave, it's funny that you mentioned Double Dragon, right? Because Double Dragon 5 is on the Jaguar. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Yeah, I did not play that version, but I saw it in my collection. I was like, oh yeah, Double Dragon 5. It's on something else. I want to say maybe Genesis. Yeah, but... I don't remember Double Dragon 5. Yeah, there, it, it exists. Which is the one, what's the, the fighting game called? That's 3, or not 3, but um, oh, it was technically 4, but it's got like a subtitle, right? Yeah. Uh, oh wait, Double Dragon Double Dragon 5, The Shadow Falls, is a tournament fighting game. Also, oh, 5 is the fighting game. That's what it says. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to boot that up. This is the one that was connected to the... Did any of you guys watch the Double Dragon cartoon? Yes. With yes. Shadow Master and all that? This is, uh, this is the one that's connected to the Double Dragon cartoon. Alright, I'm going to have to boot up Double Dragon 5 after the show. The um, yeah, I don't remember it being very good, but you let me know. Mm. 
I definitely will. Also, fun fact, if you Google Double Dragon where we live, there is a Double Dragon restaurant in Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's fantastic. I wonder if it's owned by Bimmy and Jimmy. That's what I was just getting ready to say. If it's not owned by Bimmy and Jimmy, they failed. (laughs) Anyway. You're going to make me want to play through the Double Dragon games again. I just I have all of them, so... Yeah, I'm thinking about buying the ones. So on Xbox, you can get... Any of the ones from the Kunio, the Dra- Double Dragon Kunio Kun collection, which includes uh, Double Dragon 1, 2, 3. Um, where is 4? That's an interesting question because 5 I've seen many times. Where is 4? Let's look. I am very Double curious. Double Dragon 4 video game. Uh, wow, looks just like 3. Uh, the Revenge is Double Dragon 2. Yep. 2, okay. Double Dragon 4. Four. Um, so this is out for four. PS4, Windows, and Switch. Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah, it um, it makes it seem like there was no four originally, and they just jumped to five. This is very weird. Hold on, and then they went back and did four for current consoles yeah yeah they did i remember remember it was a bad game like this was a couple years ago like two or three years ago arc system works published and developed double dragon 4 it's like 6.99 on the eShop. this is i do i vaguely remember this it looks a lot like double dragon i mean oh let's see i remember it was being bad didn't somebody review it for our website did they? I could have swore somebody. Oh, did. you know why? You know why they jumped to Double Dragon Five? Because they released Super Double Dragon for the Super Nintendo, and at the time they probably considered that four. Yeah. Uh, the only Double Dragon reviews on the site are Double Dragon Neon and Double Dragon and Kunio Kun the Retro Brawler Bundle. Damn it! I know. I remember seeing that. Kind of brought that Mega Man, but they said, "Well, we're bringing back." Double Dragon, and it was crap. Wow, that's yeah. such a weird rabbit hole to go down. It it is, yeah. Let's see, a new yeah, a new title in the series titled Double Dragon Four, not to be confused with Super Double Dragon. Yeah, release date January thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Yep, that's fucking crazy that there was never a Double Dragon Four. Yeah, that is really, really weird. Yep, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and play those games. I I spent um, so much time playing Double Dragon Two when I was a kid. Um, it's un unbelievable how much I played that game. Like, um, you you have those games, especially from that era, where like, um, you can hear not just like. Like, there's a lot of games from that era where I can hear stage music in my head if I try hard enough. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of music or a lot of games from that era where I can hear, like, the sound effects in my head if I try hard enough. But that game specifically, along with, like, Mega Man and some of those other ones, I could actually hear what it sounds like to go through a level. So all of that stuff together, the, the soundtrack, the sound effects as you're fighting people, all of it. Um, because I I played that game over and over and over again when I was a kid. 
Yep, I did the same with the first one. I remember playing it in arcades, and then when you know Trade West put it out on the NES, it was one of the hardest games to find. Um, and I remember my mother waiting, like at Toys R Us, for the for it to come off the truck to get a copy of it for my birthday. Nice, because I needed that game. So, but you couldn't buy it. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. Like it would sell out as soon as it dropped on the shelf. Yeah. And I played the absolute. I can do the same thing. I can I can tell you all the little stupid glitches you can do. Like in the second level, you don't have to fight the boss. Just go up, trigger him, and then go back down the ladder, and he dies. Oh yeah. Yeah, like all of that little stupid stuff. I remember. The that game was. Um, there were so many pieces of that game that I remember at the time, thinking, um, like blowing my mind. Like the 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 scene in the second game where you're in the helicopter, and the doors will randomly open and they can suck you out, which I I didn't think was all that big a deal. But when I figured out that they could suck out the bad guys too, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> um, that. And then like the um, the 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 it's almost like a special move that little like knee strike that you yep. can do that's like super hard to pull off uh, at least it was super hard to pull off when i was a kid um and every time i landed it it was like a little cheer um cuz number 1 it looked awesome and number 2 it was devastating yeah, yeah i love those games man Love them. Reminds me of uh, Streets of Rage. Uh, it's kind of funny because the Sega Genesis collection actually has an achievement for this. But every time you'd start, start uh, Streets of Rage, the uh, the special move was mapped to the A button, which was the closest button to your thumb. And if you press it, you automatically use it at the beginning. And there's an achievement on the Genesis collection that's like, used your special move when nobody was around because almost everybody hit it immediately when they started the level. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, you guys have nostalgia for those, well, like I do with uh, Turtles in Time. Oh man, Turtles in Time was a lot later in life for me, but yeah, I love that game too. I actually just replayed that. Um, that is probably that is three days ago. The best beat 'em up ever made. It is uh, a tremendous beat 'em up. Although I, it's it's hard for me to qualify it as the best ever made because there's so it. many. Here's a here's a funny anecdote. So Turtles in Time has a smell associated with it for me. Really? Because we used to go and play it at a specific pizza shop. Oh, so now you can smell the the pizza. Yeah, anytime I play that game, I smell that pizza oven. That's awesome. And I'm just like, "Oh man, I remember being in that pizza." Yep. Like you would you would start the game after you ordered your pizza and try to beat it before the pizza was done. <laughs> nice. You totally uh never make it but you know yeah i i've told the story a whole bunch of times but that's shinmu is forever associated with ramen noodles in my head i mean uh, that kind of works on two levels there it but it does yeah <laughs> cuz i i had just when i when i played through shinmu i had just had my wisdom teeth out and um ramen noodles was a sort of a mainstay mostly yeah. the broth but yeah so, like, anytime I smell ramen noodles, I think of Shenmue, and anytime I think of Shenmue, I smell ramen noodles in my head. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, so, I, I uh, Drew, I, I think my favorite beat em up uh, particularly from that era, is uh, King of the Dragons, um, which is an excellent side-scrolling beat-em-up. 
Yeah, I would probably... I mean, my favorite's probably going to go to Double Dragon just because that's where the, my nostalgia factor goes. Right. But as far as, like, my favorite, it... it I don't know. I really like Streets of Rage 1 and 2. Those um, games were good. I never had a Genesis growing up, so I don't have the yeah. same kind of nostalgia for those. Yeah, those games really... The first Final Fight, even though the Super Nintendo version was kind of shortchanged. Yeah. But... I still remember playing. That was one of the first two games I got for my Super Nintendo was that in Mario World. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> yeah. I would say I had, yeah, I'd say I didn't have a gen. I've never owned a Sega system. So oh, my God. I know. But uh, Sega. I would say, yeah. Uh, and you will now never own a Sega fight. system, Drew. Well, I mean, I could always go out and buy one. but I Yeah, but you'll never own a new one. There's, they're not making them anymore. Well, oh, oh, you don't know that. They're going to come back into the market. Dreamcast 2's been coming since 2001, baby. That's right. Let's be fair. The Xbox was Dreamcast 2. Let's just be about it. That's very true. That is very anyway, true. Uh, the last game I'm going to talk about is I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I wrote my review. I'm still teetering on the score. I like that game. I like it a lot. Um, all the problems I talked about last week, I still have with that game, and it, it showed up heavily towards the end. Um, chapter 16 was incredible. Chapter 17 went immediately back to the tedium that was driving me crazy through most of the game. And then chapter 18 was just amazing. I think people are not going to be happy with where this game goes. Yeah. Me and you were talking before the podcast, and if they really do what they think they're going to do, yeah, that's, that's wrong. So, I know Anthony's preached about this a few times, but with Nomura directing this, they're getting very Kingdom Heartsy, and it gets really super weird towards the end, and it kind of hints at some things that maybe the game is going to do, and I don't know how I feel about that. Also, this game took me 30 hours to finish a section that in the original game, of which can last up to 150 hours, was only five. So they padded this game by 25 hours. Well, they also did a few good things there, too. Oh, absolutely, Drew. I love the character building of of characters that had no part in the original other than cameos. Yeah. But I don't like hunting down three chocobos that took almost an hour to find. I did not need to. And you know what that did? It opened a very shitty fast travel system in chapter 15. That is the first time you get a fast travel system. Chapter 15. I was almost 20 hours into the game at that point. Wow. This game has... This has, this game has more padding than Eddie Murphy's Norbit suit. Okay? <laughs> wow. It is insanity. Yes, there are a lot of things I liked about this game, and I said it in my review, this would have been an incredible 15 to 20 hour game. But it is not a 15 to 20 hour game. It is a 30 hour game 
without doing everything. It's probably 35 to 40 if you collect everything, and it's probably 50 to 60 if you try to do the hard mode, which does not unlock until you finish the game. And also, I will never play the hard mode because you cannot use items, and fuck that. So. But I will be very interested to see... I was talking to Gambus about this last week. Midgar was a very kind of linear area of the original. And once you got out of that, the game opens up substantially. I am wondering how they're going to handle that because this game is very linear. I get the feeling it's it's going to be a linear. It's going to be what? It's going to be a linear thing the entire time. So the next big thing you go to is called Canyon. And I don't yeah. think there's, I don't think you're going to be in the open. I can't, I can't hear you. Yeah, you're breaking up big time, Drew. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you are, you're breaking up pretty bad. Am I still breaking up? No, you're good now. Okay. But I, I get the feeling that they're just going to be linear. Overworld kind of thing. That would be, be like, very depressing. The next scene will be them showing up at Cosmo Canyon. I'm not going to go too much into what you see at the end of this game, Drew. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. I, I do know that I continued... Still, continuing through this game, hearing like the, the redone tracks from the original um the credit song is it's very kingdom heartsy like some of the stuff that happens at the end is very kingdom heartsy there's definitely a lot of like real cheesy shit i will be, i'm i'm here i'm for it i'm going to play through it but after spending 30 hours playing basically a tutorial in the original Final Fantasy VII, it makes me really concerned about how many parts this is going to be and how long it's going to take to get them all out. I feel like this is going to end up being another Kingdom Hearts, you know, because Kingdom Hearts 3 took what? You're the Kingdom Hearts guy, Drew. How long was it between when 2 finished and we finally got 3 and supposedly finished the story arc? Uh, We did not finish the story arc in 3. Um, okay, then they, just they, just satisfy my curiosity of how long it took between two and three. Well, two released toward the latter PlayStation two came out last year. Well, when what? But you broke up. What? When did Kingdom Hearts two come out? At the end of the PlayStation two era. So it'd been two thousand five. Somewhere around in there, yes. So fourteen years. Now you got to keep in mind they did throw a bunch of other games in between there. They did, which they'll probably do here as well. When are we going to get, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake? Air guys. Air guys. And um, and uh, what's the dirt dirt Cerberus? Dirt Cerberus. Dirt Cerberus. And Crisis so, Core. Crisis Core, Advent Children, we'll get another movie. 
Crisis Core is a fantastic game. Yeah, but Drew, I don't want to wait 20 years for this to be done. I don't want to wait. I'll be 60 years old when this game is done if it (laughs) takes 20 years. I'll be 60. (laughs) I mean, I'll still play it. I'll be like, I just summoned Ifrit and pooped my pants. (laughs) God, I hope you're not at that level at 60. No, it's just... That's what that's what the millennials think about us when we're sixty. Hey, what's up? I voted for who you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I voted for who you don't like is a pretty accurate description. It, it really kind of is because that's how I feel right now in the world. Who'd you vote for? Who you don't like? Yeah, or get off my lawn. Even though you should be only 50% right all the time, you're always 100% right all the time, no matter who you voted for. Clearly. I know how this works, Drew. I voted for Mickey Mouse in the last election. It's time to put the mouse back in the White House. Wow, there you go. Anyway, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a great... I, I like it. I have a lot of criticisms of it. I'm on board for what's going to happen, but that's because I have so much nostalgia. People saying this is the greatest game of all time. Y- y'all need to back up and slow your roll. It's not even a full game. Number one. Number two. It's got problems that I've not seen a whole lot of people calling out. And I get it. You got rose-colored glasses. That's cool. I, at least admit it like I do. Every time a Mortal Kombat game comes out, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little tilted when I talk about this game. So. Anyway. I finally got through that game, and see, the thing is, what's funny is that I, I got it before most people, and I finished it after most people, and yet it's still going to probably be five years before I play the sequel, so it, I really didn't need to rush through it anyway. Surely they wouldn't do that, right? Drew. So let me ask you this. Do we get Final Fantasy sixteen? Before Final Fantasy Remake Part 2. I'm going to call this right now, okay? Final Fantasy 16. They. Hmm, how, how would this work? Final Fantasy 16 will turn into Final Fantasy Remake 2. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Or maybe Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 turns into Final Fantasy 16. And then they start Final Fantasy Remake 2 over again, and we get it. We don't get either one. We get Final Fantasy 7 Remake 2 at the end of the PS5's life cycle. Really? I'm just going to call that right now, because I don't believe Square Enix and Nomura will get that game out within the next five to six years. Wow. I have that little faith in him finishing that game. And who knows how long 2 is going to be. So do you think... Do you, do, do you think the next thing from Square Enix is going to be Final Fantasy 16? Let's say they announce Final Fantasy 16 next year. That game won't be out until 2025. <laughs> you know how long this shit takes, Drew. I, I, I do, but man, that is that is a very big mistake if they do that. <laughs> I mean, it was a mistake breaking Final Fantasy VII Remake up into parts. Because it's never going to... We said this when they called it in parts. 
the fact that we got what we got, and I granted it's a thirty hour RPG. But Drew, it's it's what? Two percent of the original game? Uh, I'd say maybe ten percent. You really think that's ten percent of the game? I would say so, yeah. Midgar was such a throwaway piece of that game. It's like a tutorial. It's like an intro. So wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because I, you know, that I'm I'm not the the Final Fantasy VII person on the game, and I, yeah, uh, on the podcast, and I, you know, I never played much of it at all. You're telling me that this game that just came out is only ten percent of the original game? Yes, at most. You're fucking kidding me. No, Final, I'm really Final, not. Midgar, so the original Final, Final Fantasy VII is like 100 plus hours. I mean, you can beat it in like 60 to 80. Sure. Midgar literally took four to five hours. Oh my God. And they turned that into a 30, 40 hour game? Yes, yes. that's what I've been complaining about. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they didn't even have the balls this to call is, it part one. They just called it Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is some bullshit. That's on the um, the Hobbit level, right? Three movies for like a one it's book. Like, here's one book. Let's turn it into three different movies just to pad everything out and make more money. And what was that like? A total of like ten hours if you watch all three of them. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's literally what they're doing here. This game ends before you leave the first major city, and that first major city is one of the most linear and confined pieces of that game. Ridiculous. They managed to squeeze it into a thirty-hour game, and and I I get why people are excited. Like, this was the RPG. You know, this was. I don't care which which one's your favorite. I don't give a fuck. If you were around when this game came out, it changed gaming. It did. It was between it was like, much the, like Metal Gear. Yeah, like between the visuals, the CGI, like the storytelling, like this game changed a lot. Whether you like it or whether you don't. This is one of those, if we had a, you know, with this game will be in the, if it's not already, it'd be in the video game museum. Like one of the most, you know, inspiring, changing games of all time. I get the nostalgia to see these characters in today's visuals. I get it. I do. But God Square has got you bent over hard. They charged you $60 or 10% at most of the original game. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wanted this to happen as much as anybody else, but the way it's looking, it's going to end up costing you a thousand dollars in 20 years of your life to get a full Final Fantasy seven remake. Okay. So let's do it this way. Everybody out there listening, all jokes aside, what do you think's next from Square Enix? Do you think we'll get Final Fantasy 16 before we get Final Fantasy Remake Part 2? And when do you think it will happen? You think Final Fantasy 16 is just going to go back to traditional? Like, I mean, they, you know how they are. They, they make a whole new world and different like Aladdin. people. Yeah, just like yeah, Aladdin. Like Aladdin. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Hold your breath, it gets better. I'm curious <laughs> if Square even bothers <clears throat> announcing a Final Fantasy 16 because 
they've kind of dipped their toe into this Final Fantasy VII. It's sold like fucking crazy. I mean, it's sold a fuck ton. So why would you shift focus to 16? Who's going to direct it? What is it going to be about? I mean, what do you even do at this point that's going to be comparable to Final Fantasy VII? And on top of that, it took them... When was Seven Remake announced? What, five years ago? It took them five years to get 10% of the game done. Think about that. Five years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So look forward to Final Fantasy VII Remake, the final chapter in 2047. I think Drew left. <laughs> Bye, Drew. <laughs> Drew did not we like. Hardly knew ye. <laughs> Drew did not like that I said that about Final Fantasy I did not like what? I don't know. You just left. We were talking about. I asked you a question. I was like, "So this is this Drew," and you were just you just left. You were just gone. Well, I was just gonna say that Square is a lot like Nintendo. You don't know what the hell they're gonna do next. No, I have no clue what they're going to do next. Yeah. I just know, like I was, I don't know if you heard me before you left, I was just saying that it took them five years to do 10% of one game, so the final chapter will be released in 2047. Enjoy. Yeah. Fun. It's going to take, take 30 years to remaster a game from 23 years ago. <laughs> so 55 year history of this game. <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, it would be fun. It would be fun to to do a, a study on how many remasters have been released since the Final Fantasy VII remake was, or how many remakes have been released since the Final Fantasy VII remake was announced. Well, I mean, when you're going full on remake, it's probably not as much, but oh, I but it's, it's definitely more than one. Yeah, it's definitely more than ten percent of one. Yes. <laughs> Whew. All right, let's move on to what's out this week. Now that everybody's finished Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 of 27. Uh, Cooking Mama, Cookstar. That's the game with all kind of trouble around it right now. <clears throat> um, Daymare 19, 1998, which by the way I am playing, I was not allowed to talk about. That is a... Homage to old Resident Evil games. Hence the name Daymare 1998. Mm. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot The New Power Awakens Part 1. First DLC, I guess, for Kakarot. Gun Crazy. Jigsaw Abundance. Interesting. I was waiting on somebody to make a joke about the Saw movies, but... Uh, moving out, Socket of Wars, which Jay is playing for review. Snow Runner. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Telling Lies is coming to consoles. The inner lies tell me sweet little lies. The inner friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The Walking The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Active Neurons, 
Wow. Dread. Wow. I, I, I mean, maybe it's Jimmy Neutron's cousin or something. I don't know. Could be. Uh, Dread Nautical. Book of Demons. Book of Demons. Here's an interesting one I didn't I didn't know was coming to console, and certainly not this soon. Uh, Commandos 2 and Praetorians HD Remaster. You remember Commandos? Um, like that point-and-click like strategy game was on the PC. It was a neat game. I'd be interested to see how that works on a console. I don't remember if the originals came to it or not. And speaking of beat-em-ups, baby, Streets of Rage 4 is out this week. Yep, I'm looking forward to that. It's in Game Pass, too. I know. Uh, arcades, I'm looking forward to a new, a new beat-em-up. Yeah, I'm exci- I was especially excited when they announced like all the old characters from the old games are going to be in it, like Unlockable. Yeah. I'm totally yeah, down the, for that. Again, I didn't have them growing up, so the characters don't hold a whole lot of nostalgia. But the but beat 'em up is one of my favorite genres, so I'm always looking forward to new beat 'em up games. Yeah, I've been pretty stoked on this since they announced it, so I'm excited that it's finally here. I know Anthony's playing it. Um, I can't tell you what he said about it, but let's just say I'm still excited for when this drops this week. Uh, Arcade Spirits and Down the Rabbit Hole. I feel like I'm on Game Facts from 1997 because the top ten games are dominated by Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> like I remember being on these websites back in 1997 and seeing Final Fantasy VII everywhere. Yeah, and what's crazy is Game Facts layout hasn't changed all that much. No, it hasn't. It's nice, easy, and clean. Just keep it that way, guys. Good. Uh, Ghost Sweeper. That sounds like a generic Luigi's Mansion, doesn't it? Ghost Sweeper. It definitely does. Uh, uh, Shred 2 featuring Sam Pilgrim. Shred. Um, Crawlers and Brawlers. Crawlers and Brawlers. Crawler and Brawler, baby. Uh, Starcrossed. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered is coming to uh, Xbox and PC this week. Its 30-day exclusivity is finally up. Level Head. Uh, Maiden Tower. Super Toy Cars 2. I don't know if I ever played Super Toy Cars. But now there's a sequel. But now there's two. Uh, the Switch. Cosmic Defenders. Bubble. Fairy Knights. Levelhead. Ministry of Broadcast. Mushroom Heroes. Mushroom Heroes. My Secret Pets with an exclamation point. So it's My Secret Pets! Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pocket Arcade Story, Sega Ages G Lock Air Battle. I'm putting G Lock out now, man. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. G Lock, War Torn Dreams, and Swaparoo. I want to play Swaparoo. Chew. I prefer Switcheroo. What? 
for Dipsy Doo Dunkaroo. Yeah, right, time to do some news. In the news, Double Dragon 4 was released in 2017, and I still don't comprehend that. <laughs> uh, WWE 2K21 has been officially canceled. Yeah, well, you ain't missing much. Uh, according to this report, though, 2K did say that they have a special news announcement coming uh, today, actually. Uh, tomorrow, as of the time of this recording, but today. Yep. We'll be seeing what that is in just a few hours. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Game Pass. Is Game Pass the best deal in gaming? I think so. I believe so. Red Dead 2 is coming to Game Pass. That's fucking crazy, dude. That is crazy. Wow. Uh, I do want to note that they sent us a code for Predator Hunting Grounds on Friday. I asked a bunch of people if they wanted to review it. Nobody even said no. They just ignored me. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I I heard it's not great. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I did not play. I did not redeem the code. I did not play it. Um, but there is a new patch out for it, uh, which includes some AI fixes. I, mm, such a weird game that I forgot was coming out until a code showed up in my inbox. Uh, I I don't. I'm trying to see if there's anything else to talk about. I really don't know that there is. It is a very quiet week mm-hmm. as far as news goes. Uh, we do know that Microsoft is going all big in May. They're going to announce Xbox Series X games and some more information. So stay tuned for May. You're going to get the Xbox news. Yeah. I mean, it's probably just going to be, yeah, Halo's coming. We already know Halo's coming. They're talking about announcing new games. Okay. I'm scrolling down through this. I'm not seeing any other news. There's no news going on in the world of gaming. Oh shit about Final Fantasy 7. There's like 600 stories about Final Fantasy 7 Remake, by the way, that I have to scroll through. It's a big game. I think that song was beautiful. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Google announced that Stadia will show off, quote, a few new games next week. Oh boy. You remember Stadia? No. <laughs> Neither does Google. Oh snap! Yeah. If you want a cool Cyberpunk Xbox One X with a controller, you can pre-order that now. The controller's already out, so if you want the controller, you can go try to find it. $75. So you can go ahead and pre-order a Series X right now? No, no, no. It's Xbox One X. Oh, excuse me. I thought you said Series X. Maybe I did because my brain was on it, but it's it's an Xbox One X Cyberpunk. I wish I could pre-order a Series X. I'd go ahead and do it. I'm going to buy it anyway, so... Me too. Yeah, just let me pre-order it or some shit. But you can't pre-order it until there's a price on it. That's how that works. True. I think Microsoft is waiting because they're going to say whatever Sony puts out, they're going to be like, well, we're $50 cheaper. Dun, dun, dun. They're playing a game of chicken right now. Playing a game of chicken. 
But here's here's the thing about the $75 Cyberpunk controller. Imagine how much that DualSense is going to be now. If a special edition, just plain-ass old Xbox One, it's not an Elite, it's just a plain-ass old Xbox One controller. $75. Yeah, they said that, that the Xbox One X controller will work on a Series X. Yes, everything from your Xbox will work on a Series X. Good. That's good. Sony is still not confirmed whether a DualShock was. People are assuming it does, but they have not said officially. It'd be stupid if it didn't, but I don't know. Sometimes companies make stupid decisions. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Namco is giving away a copy of Pac-Man or PC, PS4, and Xbox One. As part of their, a lot of places are giving away free games. Like Sony gave away Uncharted and Journey. Bandai Namco is giving away a Pac-Man, not the original that's a, Pac-Man. That's Championship Edition Two. Two, yes, Championship Edition Two, which I reviewed, and that is a fantastic game. If I read this correctly, the license is only good till May 10th, though. Oh, so they take it back? I guess. Which is stupid. Okay. Let me see if I can. Clarify from this story. It's trying to play a video. Websites don't do that, okay? Um, no, it's yours to keep. According okay. to this new story, it's yours to keep after May 10th. So May 10th is when is, is the last time you can get it. Right. Okay. I already own it, so I don't need to go get it, but you all should go get it. It's a good game. It's a very good game. Uh, you still can't buy a Switch. That's pretty crazy. Like you can't find them? Yeah, I see. We all know Wario. We all love Wario. Um, he literally is tweeting right now whenever there's one in stock somewhere. And, and they wow. immediately get sold out. So. Um, I think that might be about it. I was amazed I found more things. We should get... Um, Games with Gold and PS Plus this week. That's exciting, right? Yeah. See what free games you'll be playing in May while you're still stuck in your fucking house. Yeah. I'm not stuck in my house. Because you're essential, Drew. I don't really feel essential. Uh, You feel essential to me. Well, I appreciate it, but I'd rather be at home right now. You are so essential to me. How how much time do you think Weird Al has spent trying to find songs that have enough syllables for coronavirus or COVID-19? Well, you know what's funny is when all this started, he posted on Twitter, um, I'm not going to do my corona, so stop asking. We already did it. He did? He did my Bologna. Well, my yeah, Bologna. but you can't do the song the same song twice. You can't do the same song twice for the no. one hundred percent for sure. Yeah, of course he's not going to do my Corona, but I bet you he's going to. This is going to be in his one of his songs. I don't know, man. I I I feel like uh, this has been a big enough deal, and enough people have died. I think he'll probably stay away from it. Yeah, possible, but I mean. 
people have had songs about World War Two, you know. <laughs> it's true. Not Weird Al, but that's true. I would not be surprised if he has not made a reference to one of those. Possibly. I know he's mentioned Nazis because he has the line, was it lesbian Nazi Eskimo hookers or whatever? Oh, from uh, Albuquerque. Yeah. Anyway, we got an email from Antonio. We're going to talk about some bleach and disinfectants in this email, too. So, just so uh, okay. <laughs> This email is entitled Nook 4G. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bastard I honestly, uh, I honestly think about sending in an email every week, but only follow through 10% of the time, just to let you guys know. Anyways, I started Infamous Second Son last week, and I'm close to finishing up uh, as good guy Del- Delson, Deslin. What was his name? Deslin. Is it Deslin? Okay, because it says Delson in this email. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Uh, I think it might be my favorite, my second favorite infamous game after the first. Oof, man, I don't know about that. I mean, there's only three, right? Or four? I mean, it depends on whether you count that DLC as a separate game, but... Well, I mean, you don't have to play the original. You don't even have to have it. Yeah, it's true. He says, I'll hop into Infamous First Light after I'm done. I really enjoy the neon powers more than smoke powers. In Animal Crossing on the Switch, I finally got my hands on all the fruits thanks to the fan-made Turnip Exchange site. <laughs> God damn this fucking game. There's Turnip Exchange sites? Yeah. Really? Jesus Christ, nerds. Um, It's really easy, easy to use, but the wait times can be long unless you jump onto a queue that just popped up or is short. If Nook's Cranny on my island ever offers a high price for turnips, then I'm definitely going to make my island available to visit on the site and watch the gold nuggets and Nook Mile tickets pile up in my inventory from visitors. Stay safe and... You you should do that. You should? Wait, hold on. What did did he say? Maybe I missed it. I, I don't know. He just said, if Nook's Cranny on my island ever offers a high price for turnips, then I'm definitely going to make my island available to visit on the site and watch the gold nuggets and Nook Mile tickets pile up in my inventory from visitors. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I, I do think you should make your island open if your turnip prices are high. Just don't charge ridiculous amounts for people to come visit your island. I didn't even know you could do that. I mean, they, they Yeah, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. I know, but yeah. I mean, I, it, like, you can open it up. Can you force the people to put this stuff in there? Like, can you put it? No. So you just, it, it's like a, it's like a tip jar. Kinda. They just they yeah. drop it on the ground for you. But I mean, there's been people out there who are like, "Hey, I want to sell my turnips on at Nook's Cranny," and they'll be like, "Okay, well, you need to pay me like a hundred thousand. You know, what if they don't? They can eject you from their island." But they'd have to be there to do that, though, right? Yeah. Well, typically, you don't open up your gates to your island unless you're sitting there, like, watching people come in. Shit, I'd just turn my switch on and open it up. Fucking sell them. I don't care. Anyway, he says, Stay safe and remember to wash your hands and keep those syringes full of disinfectant within arm's reach. Yep. Oh, fucking shit. I can't believe that was a story this week. Give me a break. 
Can you get light inside your body? <laughs> what I can't believe is all the people who like are drinking bleach. Like, what the fuck? Are there seriously I've people like out there? Yes, I've seen multiple stories this week about hospitals saying <laughs> they've had like dozens of cases of people drinking shit like that. I saw a story this morning that a hospital that that a hospital had a um had somebody come in because somebody drank thought it would be okay if they drank uh, a concoction that was twenty five percent bleach and seventy five percent water. I mean, if you dilute it enough, sure. Really, why? Drew? <laughs> why <are> you <laughs> like bleach? <laughs> Gotta get that Rona out, man. Yeah, well, you're going to get the Rona out. You're going to get everything out. <laughs> I also went blind in the process. <laughs> Is that, that should be the new campaign slogan. Get the Rona out. Get the Rona out. Get the Rona out. <laughs> I'm going to die from laughter at the stupidity of America right now. Guys, yeah, it's, it's the, Rona the people. Out. America's been stupid. It's just, well, I it's know that to, it's now in the limelight. I mean, <laughs> I, I think America's been stupid is on the flag now. It's one of the stars. You gotta look real close to see. You gotta look real close. <laughs> the fifty-first state, America, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's actually it's actually written in really fine print around the borders of our money. Oh God, America, been stupid. <laughs> America. Written in it's the in all-seeing the, it's in eye. The iris of the eye. Yeah, <laughs> in the all-seeing eye. Fucking Illuminati and shit. Illuminati's making us drink Clorox. Oh my god! I can't. I can't deal, man. I can't. Somebody legitimately <laughs> like. I just want to picture somebody legitimately sitting at home, grabbing a fucking two liter of Clorox, and just being like. This would be fine. It would be fine. <laughs> Surely it'll be okay. I'll just shit the Rona out. I don't... <laughs> the smoking hole in my throat means it's working. Yeah, that's the, that's it killing the virus. Now you got to open your mouth and stand in the sun and let the light in. That's right. Oh, my God. Is this real? Is this timeline real? Did Marty go back in time and fuck up? This, these are the same people that think the sign that says discharge on the hospital means that's where they discharge all the Rona. <laughs> Let it off into the atmosphere. Just, just stand there and praise it's the an sun. exhaust port. <sighs> what, was, what was the story I read this week that farts can spread the coronavirus? Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I, I see. Here's the problem with the world right now. You can't read the news because, and it sucks because you kind of want to because you kind of want to keep up on where things are. But there's there's so much shit that is not true, <laughs> or it's just stupid. Like just idiots. There is so much panic pieces out there too. Like, all it takes is one 
something to happen one time, it becomes a story, and the world freaks the fuck out right now. That's social media too. I mean, oh, we God. we've never been in a position where we had social media during a pandemic. So it's um it's amplifying some idiots uh, that wouldn't normally have been able to be amplified. So like, I I have a I have a whole different angle at this because I live in Georgia. Oh yeah, so you got I mean yeah, y'all I, are I, on the. Y'all are yeah. on the 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 big time kick. Yeah, we're we're getting ready for a whole new resurgence of this crap. Yeah, because the governor has said that starting Monday, everything can just open back up. I'm and, sure that'll um, be fine. I mean, in yeah. a couple of weeks, you guys are going to be in a good place. We we are going to be. It will be the Walking Dead. Like <laughs> everybody will just be roaming around. I mean, I'm not getting out. And I, like I saw on Facebook, somebody I have on Facebook, they posted saying, uh, it, because of this whole, they're you know, reopening everything. Is that I don't want to see anybody complain about reopening when you've been going to the grocery store this entire time. And I'm like, <laughs> is there, there's a kind of a difference between, you know, going to the grocery store to buy food than there is to go bowling. You know, they're I mean, <laughs> just hanging out in groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have I a just, parade. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, I know it. We're all going to go to the world of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to. Uh, the, and the good news is all your traffic will come back. Yeah. yeah. Heart, Can't wait for that. Jackson. Hartsfield Jackson, man. The busiest freaking airport in the world. Yep, and people are just gonna be flocking to it. God, I hate your airport. I, I, me too. I don't actually don't think I've ever been to that airport. I've been to a lot of airports, but I don't think I've ever been to that one. That airport is among my least favorite. Yep. All roads lead to Rome. No, they lead to Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I will be. Um, I, I don't. I didn't think I would ever say it. But I think where we are, we have had one of the best responses to this. I agree. Shut everything down early, and he's kept it shut uh, down. Yep, we've been we've been pretty good. I think we we have a very low rate, and it hasn't been going up. You know, at, at an exponential rate. And have they announced the most recent? Or are we still up through like May? 15th or something? I don't think they've given a, a new date yet that I'm aware of. I'm sure we'll get that May here 1st? soon. As far as I know, but I'm sure we'll get that here soon. Yeah, it, I'd it imagine. won't end up staying May 1st. I mean, they've already shut schools down for the entire year, so. Yeah, that makes sense. I would be interested like, to know when they're going to start. I'd imagine May 15th. if Because he... <laughs> maybe he's just waiting to see what happens in other places. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's see how Georgia pans out. Yeah, dude, the whole world's <laughs> eyes are going to be on you guys this week. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be there's got to be one state that does it. Why not on my state? I mean, Las Vegas mayor said she'd be okay with this being a test ground. Yeah, hey, with being a with being a test ground for to see to see how many people die if you just open it back <laughs> up. Like, yeah. how do you feel if you live in Las Vegas right now? I feel like I'm gonna be voting in November. <laughs> like, wait a minute, how do I opt out of this? 
Great. So we got we got The Walking Dead down in Atlanta, and we've got uh, Dead Rising Two happening in Las Vegas. There you go. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What a world, man. What a world. 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 Well, we only have one tweet. Just one. Just one. I tell you, man. One. Some weeks we get like twenty. Some weeks we get like one. Yeah. I don't. Justin Third says, "Hey guys, started playing Yakuza Dead Souls after playing three and four remastered. I can understand why people would have been disappointed with it at launch. Waiting on what is, five. What is Yakuza Dead Souls? I don't know that I know what that is. That's the zombie Yakuza game." Yeah. Oh, okay. It's very weird. Yeah. It's basically like a what if story and it plays out a little bit like Undead Nightmare but not as polished. Yeah, <laughs> but that polish of that game is very not good. Yeah. He says I wonder if he'll do it. Anyway, no 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 no, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt his his email with my randomness. Uh he says I can understand why people would have been disappointed with it at launch waiting on five, but since I have five and six to play right after, I'm really enjoying it and I think it controls better than RE4. I think you can aim and shoot in Dead Souls. I'm trying to remember. I think I reviewed that. I think that was the only Yakuza game I played yes, before I these remakes that. came around. It was bad. Yeah. I really did not, because I, I remember playing I'm like, why is everybody talking about Yakuza? This is kind of not great. <laughs> Because that's not a Yakuza game. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. I was like, okay, this is kind of bad. I, I don't remember how it played, honestly. I remember it being on the PS3, and I feel like every memory I have of a PS3 game is me struggling with that fucking interface from that system. <laughs> like, that's what I remember about the PS3 is that shitty interface of that system. Man, let me tell you something. I am playing folklore right now. I'm sorry. That's got to suck going... Well, I mean, the game's fine, but... Yeah, no, but, like, just some of the randomness of it. So, like, anytime you do anything in the menus, that save screen pops up, like the generic save screen from PlayStation 3. Oh, God, I hate that fucking screen. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like we're saving this data, and I have to hit OK, and then it goes away, and then I go back to the game. But it's happening every time I do something, and I was like, jeez... That was one of the few games that didn't get patched for trophies too, right? So it doesn't even That's have trophies. Correct. There's no yeah. trophies for it. There's no nothing. I, you know, I have two PS3s in my closet, and I'm like, man, these will play PS1 games. Um, and there's a bunch of PS3 stuff that I'd like to go back and play, but I just do not want to mess with that interface ever again. So the problem is, if you ever want to play Metal Gear Solid Four, you have to have a PS3. Nope, you can play it on PS Now, Drew. There you go. Okay. And, and I have done that, and it's actually not hateful. Okay. All right. I mean, it still has a PS3 interface, which kind of sucks. Oh, sure. But you can play it on a PS4. I forgot I subscribed to PS Now for a year, and like, I am totally not renewing because I never fucking use that service. I was about to say. I mean, I like it's. I'm, I don't really boot up my PlayStation 4 anymore. I 
played Final, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the longest I've played that machine in months. So, uh, yeah, I I checked out Dreams for like ten minutes. And what was the last game before that? Was Days Gone? Was that the last one? Probably. I mean, I played about 15, 20 hours of that, and I was told I still wasn't even like halfway through the game. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. This game is way Spider- too long. Did Spider-Man come out before Days Gone? Yeah, Spider-Man came up before Days Gone. I'll tell you, PS Now would be better if they do what they do with Game Pass and just because they put their games on there, like Spider-Man's on there right now. Yeah. But it's only on there for a while. I'm like, why? I think, I personally think Predator Hunting Grounds would have probably been an excellent PlayStation Now game. Like, launch it into PlayStation Now. Because it's a multiplayer game, it would have players. Like, I was hearing from people who played it over the weekend that getting into a match was a challenge. So, I don't know. Sony's got a ways to go with PlayStation now before I would decide to subscribe to that regularly. Um, But I got a cheap deal on a year subscription, and I think I've used it maybe a total of like five or six times. Whereas I use Game Pass every single day. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I love PlayStation 4 exclusives. I know Drew's not as big a fan of them, but like God of War, Spider-Man. Um, Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn. Like those games are incredible. But that is literally the only time I boot up my PS4 now. Like everything else I play on Xbox or Switch. So. And I'll tell you, Xbox is huge just because of Game Pass. <clears throat> like, I would have not played Deliver Us the Moon. Never in a million years. But I played an hour of it this week because you know what? It was free. You know, I could just download and play it. Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Zero, Red Dead Redemption 2. Streets of Rage is launching this week in Game Pass. I've I've never played Yakuza Zero, so I'm probably gonna play it on Game Pass. I mean, it Yakuza Zero is fucking amazing, dude. I'm sure it is. I mean, I, I've like I you talking to a guy who played Yakuza One and Two on PS2. Like, yeah, no, you game, should so. you should yeah you should definitely download Zero. It's so good. All right. Um. That's all the tweets. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Ryan is at WombatRP. Drew is at Drew Leachman. Yes. Uh, Phoenix Down, you guys finished Hearts of Stone. Yes. Working on Folklore. Yes. When's your first episode? Should be Thursday or this coming Friday. Okay. You can follow them at, at uh, ZTGD Phoenix Down on the Twitter. Send them emails to talk about Pokemon. Yeah. Not really Pokemon. I mean, kind of. You collect monsters. But it's an action game. It is, but you collect monsters. So it's like Pokemon action game. Okay. I don't know. I remember that game. I 
I wish there was an easier way to play it nowadays. Yeah, you have to have a PS3, and it has to be a physical copy. Yeah, I don't know if that's on PlayStation now. I, I don't remember. I think their other game is, which I love that game. Majin and the Forsaken and Kingdom. The Forsaken Kingdom, that is a great game. I love that game. That game was so good. Uh, if you do want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. I think that's it. I have okay. to put in the voice this week because he's not here. Yeah. But hopefully he'll be back next week. Hopefully. Yeah. People kind of went bonkers over that show, man. But I don't have anything else. What's anybody else does? I don't have anything else either. No. All right. We can get out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace, Burchers. All righty. And it goes something like this.